like Azalea is like a like crotch rocket motorbike, dude. That thing ramps like nothing else. Like, all right, hello and welcome all to episode twenty-one of the Win and In podcast. Today I have my loyal musketeers, the three musketeers. It's me, Eric Darrenheim, Gabe Hohenstein. How you doing, Gabe? Great. And Jonathan Wyatt. How you doing, Jonathan? Doing well. How are you? Doing good. I'm doing good. Um, all right. Well, we have a lot to talk about. A lot of things have happened since our last podcast. So we're just going to hop right on in. Uh, first thing that went down is the whole new meta is here. We have the whole new outsider meta uh, that's fast approaching. We haven't had an official LSS event yet, uh, but we have had a Chicago 5K uh, which kind of gave us a little insight on what to expect. And yeah, any anything that jumped out to you guys on that? Yeah, we got two new heroes entering the fold, it seems. Um, yeah, yeah. Az- Azalea seemed to be making the strongest leap forward mm-hmm. um, with the these most recent competitive events we've seen. But also, um, to some people's surprise, to some people not so much of a surprise, but Uzuri did also kind of leap forward as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing a little bit of prevalence there, but, uh, you know, kind of interesting Azalea, we're kind of seeing a lot of people build a very similar deck, but, uh, it's still really strong in its representation, but Uzuri, I feel like we're seeing a couple different builds. It um, seems like Uzuri has a lot of different, uh, avenues to go through. Um, I've seen like Pummel's builds, I've seen Contract builds, um, and Sam Dando's build, which is like totally often anything else i've seen with like yellow ravenous rabbles and nimbleisms and whatnot it looks like arachne solitary confinement but in like cc form mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. man i would have yeah. loved arachne to get an adult form i feel like that, that would be, be kind of cool so interesting i think that would hurt the former arachne <laughs> but I don't know. Would Arachne mains be all that upset if they got another Arachne? Dude, Probably that chess piece would be so sick, though. And <laughs> yeah, actually, like, though. actually, though. I, but I'm also curious, like, how much uh, there's like that reluctance to print like Go Again as a hero ability. True. So soon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's why he's at 19, right? So it's all fair. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, man, Outsiders has been pretty good. Good. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I think the the constructed meta getting like shaking it up. You know, we don't have the usual two point five heroes. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw we did see the usual suspects. We saw uh, one Oldham there, and then Michael Hamilton on Icelander there, but mm-hmm. they didn't even look like the dominant decks anymore. Um, it looks like they were just kind of squeaked in. We also saw our Briar deck again. Looked like it kind of squeaked in. It looked like it was really Azalea and Uzuri that really took the charge and took the lead. Um, and we even saw a dash there, which, you know, we always see a dash somewhere. So that's <laughs> not too surprising. But, uh, yeah, it looks like Outsider really shook things up, which is awesome. That's what that's what we want out of a new set, at least. So pretty happy on that. So I guess, like, the only think, one Gabe? we didn't see was Riptide. Like, what are your, what are your standpoints on Riptide, then? Like... Do you think? Yeah, it seems like Riptide probably got the short end of the stick. There's always one hero. 
Mm-hmm. I think people may still be learning Riptide. I, mm-hmm. I think he uh, I think he has a couple of play lines that are kind of interesting that uh, I'm curious if uh, people just are, haven't been exploring it. Uh, you know, one thing that was kind of a takeaway and not like a, a huge criticism, so don't take this to heart, but like, you know, a lot of the decks that we saw even at like the Chicago Brawl, they weren't like what I would consider perfect, right? They had like what I would consider some some sort of flaw to it, right? Uh, and I think I think that's kind of normal considering like how quickly there was a turnaround from the release of the set to that tournament, right? Same weekend. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was about the same weekend. Like, yeah, you basically had to probably had to buy your product at that mm-hmm. tournament basically i mean especially when it comes to majestics like codex of frailties and uh, you know what have you you probably needed like a case would give you that product you probably would have to go and buy and like singles probably wouldn't come in time so in that aspect it was probably pretty interesting um but i 100 agree i don't think any of the decks are 100 complete uh i think that there's fine tuning to be done to every hero and i think one of the biggest uh, like storylines is the fact that Michael Hamilton on Icelander got not beaten once but twice by Brody on Azalea. Uh, which Hamilton, you know, is by far the best flesh and blood player, but getting getting beat, I think it kind of showed that you know, maybe, maybe even he wasn't ready for the Azalea rush. So, pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an interesting storyline. I myself believe that, you know, that while this event was decently sized, it's still not an official event. So yeah, I'm not I'm not going to use that recording against Michael Hamilton, and I'm not going right. to say that, you know, Brody's really made his, his leap forward just yet. I think right. uh, I think it's still happening, but, you know, I think we're, we're seeing that transition move along a little bit here so mm-hmm. yeah, uh yeah. interesting story going into pro tour baltimore for sure right a lot of eyes will be on those two as well as levi i think mm-hmm. i think levi you know a uh, a mythical beast of this podcast that we always talk about <laughs> oh, um, he's the nastiest son of a gun on that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well he's in his prime right now um unfortunate what happened to him at the chicago deal with the ip2 and i don't want to get all too negative on it because like that upset me i'm sure it upset him well let's just say it he got screwed he got screwed he got screwed um absolutely yeah i think i i think that was a bad judge ruling oh it was bad judges (laughs) i mean straight up all right all right you know what we talked enough about let's just give it to our listeners basically uh levi and sam dando were facing each other um, there was a judge ruling that got missed that that should have been found. Basically, it's uh, a dominate, two card, it, right? Two cards blocked on a dominate, um, and that shouldn't have happened, but it did. Both players were playing extremely fast, so a mistake was kind of bound to happen. Uh, both players didn't catch it. The judges didn't catch it. It wasn't until I mean Twitch or not Twitch, a YouTube chat caught it, <laughs> but um, it wasn't until after the fact that it was. Uh, made known and um, to me it feels like you know if everyone missed it at the time you know it's a slap on a wrist for everyone but hey just you know do better at it but instead we got uh, the judge saying that 
Diva, I guess, to start with an IP2 because of the last uh, game. And, you know, it might have been the difference. It might have been the difference where Sam Dando would have won. But, like, either way, it's like, I don't know. It just didn't feel quite right. Yeah, exactly. It didn't. I, I didn't appreciate that. So, I, I mean, it's just one of those things. I, I don't really like retroactive rulings. I know that there are times where it is necessary. Um, but at least for me, it didn't feel like it was necessary there. Agreed. Agreed. Especially it being the finals. Like, mm-hmm. you you want the finals to be the most, like, even playing field so that you get the best skilled player coming out. And I'll be honest. I'll, I'll say a hot take. You know, Brody is a uh, a friend of the show. He's been on twice. So we like Brody a lot. <laughs> uh, but I think even Brody would say that he was probably a little intimidated in that matchup because Brody picked up that deck the morning of where Levi has been tuning that deck even when Azalea wasn't good. So um, it was actually to a huge advantage for Brody to get for Levi to get that IP too. But Brody still won, so we can't take that away from him, just the same reason why I was upset that, you know, the IP was given to Levi. So I think we will be having some eyes on Brody, Hamilton, and Levi going in to the Pro Tour. Be very interesting, very fun. Yeah, yeah, great storyline going into into such a big event. So looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. As well as um, we'll see, we'll see about Zuri. I know a lot of people, you know, not a lot of people want to necessarily pick up Azalea. You know, uh, I think people just kind of have that feeling towards Rangers sometimes. It's a lot of work. I never learned it because it was too much effort to go back and forth. Yeah, back I, and forth. I think the bow intimidates. <laughs> um, the arsenal intimidates sometimes, but. <laughs> Of uh, Uzuri, what I've noticed, at least as part of my locals, that more people actually are looking to pick up Uzuri because uh, it just seems it's a, it's one of the new new heroes and uh, it's a lot of fun. So I'm kind of curious if we see an uptick on Uzuri representation when it comes to the Pro Tour. I'd hope so. Interesting. I mean, even down here, everyone's trying to play Uzuri as well. They're all like, hey, do you have these cards for this and that? And I'm like, <laughs> those are my Uzuri cards. <laughs> I, I mean, as far as the two heroes mentioned you know azalea and uzuri i mean azalea is frustrating because she has dominate and um a lot of these on hit triggers that you know you just can't get around right and big taxes mm-hmm. yeah right so you're going to be getting your your frailty tokens your your blood rot and your uh, inertia tokens so you'll get a, a fair share of those playing against azalea and then on the other end uzuri is annoying with the attack reactions and yeah. uh you know there's just like all these kind of extra layers of uh of uh disruption that you know that they can bring forward right so it's just two really frustrating decks to play against so i i think as far as the meta is concerned um i would really like to see those two kind of at the top because uh yeah i mean they're I think good matchup yeah. between the two i think we sweet yeah, they're frustrating to play against, but at the same time, like there's that kind of extra layer of uh, those tokens add to the gameplay, mm-hmm. which uh, I think uh, is exciting for you know a new event around the horizon. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I yeah, I I think you're absolutely right. Those both those decks very frustrating to play against. On the other hand, both those decks very fun to play with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating because it's new and it's like. Uh-huh. Like, you, you can't have that corner to hide back to now where it's, like, games could, like, 
you know, where you you couldn't die, right? It mm-hmm. feels like, you know, that life total, it, it dwindles and, you know. Yeah, it's not quick death. Yeah, you're getting back into a corner and now, like, you're playing the game on a different axis where you, you mm-hmm. yeah, you either have to play quick or, yeah, you have to be able to maneuver around that, those tokens. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely. Which, uh, kind of, you know, kind of shifts the meta. We're not really seeing it so aggressive anymore mm-hmm. because of these taxing effects and you know it's actually more encouraged to block a little bit more especially with Uzuri. so we're seeing a meta that's changing from being very aggressive with you know with the fives and briars into being like aggressive and then having like the control counterpart with the olives and ice centers but now we're kind of starting to get into the middle and finding that mid-range meta i think that's kind of where we're at yeah, getting down and dirty with the outsiders. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's oh, getting man. scrappy. Yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's um that's been the CC meta, the limited. Have you guys been doing some drafts uh, as of late? Yeah, I was able to get my first draft in uh, last week at Reaper Games. So Bill Bill hosted. So that was a lot of fun. Dude, um, Bill, Bill's the OG. Oh yeah, for sure. So that was that was like really cool, you know, being able to to get that first draft experience because, you know, playing sealed at the pre-release, I think I was able to learn a lot about the heroes and kind of um, you know, the base tools that they had, but also like with a more limited card pool with draft and, you know, uh, a set number of players, you know. Oh, yeah. I I don't know, it's just it, it's just a completely different experience and it's something that I've sorely missed in the game considering I didn't play the uprising draft so i've kind of been down like two yeah two drafts right so uh it, it's really nice it's a good draft it is it, it feels awesome um yeah uh i know you your your store hasn't got the the product to draft quite yet gabe but i know when Awkward. that comes <laughs> it'll be um, sweet it'll be yeah sweet. it's gonna be because like i i've been enjoying it a mm-hmm. lot i this reminds me more of kind of like a wtr it kind of feels like um it has a bit of that tails element as well as far as like how open you can stay i've i've thought you could surely stay open till the end of pack one but i'm actually kind of finding out i can stay open till like the middle of pack two um which is like actually a really good draft if you're able to do that so oh, i've been huge. enjoying this draft quite a bit i think it's a lot of fun we obviously have a ton of videos on youtube for it um but yeah all right and then I guess the final the final uh, format we have to talk about. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little a little snippet on this actually because there's another format that got mentioned recently, which is Commoner. Um, I I played Commoner for the first time. I actually thought it was kind of fun, but apparently you know we're getting some shifts in Commoner. <laughs> you can I, play rare equipments. What you got? I got a question because you you said that you can you don't have to pick your hero till like you know pack half oh yeah yeah let's talk about that yeah yeah, yeah. like in my experience you know when i get into draft i i've been watching some of these videos right Mm -hmm. uh but i'm curious your opinion because like when i get into draft i choose my hero before i open my pack oh no you know who did that the other day one warning i'm gonna call out one of our listeners here (laughs) our boy jeremy did that the other day (laughs) and you can ask jeremy how that worked out (laughs) <laughs> oh no um yeah it's uh oh dude 
yeah, you just don't have to do it. <laughs> I think with uprising, go for it. You know what? Horsing, baby. Choose that hero right before. Dude, I was but. pleasantly surprised at how like how my options were to pivot because like the way that like the packs read sometimes, like mm -hmm. you can get you can get stuck or you know quote unquote stuck, but like it, it definitely doesn't feel that way. No, no, like there's a lot of good generics that can you know go amongst other heroes. We're we're in this set where yellows aren't isn't a bad color. Yellow is acceptable. You know what I mean? Um, you're not seeing just yellows at the end of every pack anymore, which is <laughs> nice. Um, so it's like, yeah, there's there's tons of good generics, and I've I've had two drafts where I was a Benji and I was right next to a Katsu, and I had a great Benji deck, and he had a good Katsu deck, and it's just even within the same class being different heroes, it's gonna work out really nice. Oh man, Katsu's still an enigma for me. <laughs> He's a I I've been very surprised with how like the Katsu decks I've been seeing in limited. Um, I think Katsu's pretty interesting because I think he's probably one of the ones that gets underdrafted. So you'll see surgings and bonds of ancestries kind of wheel, and once you see those wheel, it's like I mean if you're already picking ninja cards, I mean you might mm. be starting making a good Katsu deck at that point. Yeah, I I just haven't gotten there yet, but well we will, but. Dude, this this draft has been awesome. Can't wait to practice more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, and then the final format, because we do got, there is some uh, skirmish events mm -hmm. that are going to be sealed in the top eight draft, but there's also some skirmish events that are going to be in the Blitz. Um, I have no idea <laughs> what to expect out of Blitz. We've been playing a lot I don't of know Blitz. if any of the new heroes are going to make big waves. I have no idea on anything. I've heard like some cool things with Riptide being able to use Plunder Run and Premeditate. <laughs> I don't know. That's fun. Yeah, I'm curious like how Azalea would do into the Blitz meta, but like to your point, like that's that's my only question. I don't know like how any of the other heroes would do either. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. I I do know Kano still exists, right? So like you better have something for that. Um. But we kind of do now with Brush Off. That's kind of a anti-Kano card. Um, that's a, you know, it's free. So it's kind of nice. Could be something to use. Find out. I really <laughs> don't know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, are, have you already signed up for your uh, your skirmish events? I guess I got two. One is the Sealed. One is Blitz. The the Blitz one's in about two weeks. So I got I got a little bit of time to try to figure out a deck and get something working yeah. <laughs> nice we'll see yeah all right well speaking of upcoming events let's get into the news about the all the different uh battle hardens and the one calling that we're getting um it was announced to us about a couple days ago where this goes into september so we still don't have the end of the year. We're going to get the rest of it come the Thursday before Pro Tour. That's when we're supposed to get the end of the year events. We get the rest of them. But only one calling, which is interesting. It's in Singapore. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that one because that one has a little special artwork, a few special artworks. Um, but a lot of battle hardens. Um, and if you live in the Midwest or in the East Coast, you're happy. I think I think you're 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 ecstatic. You get mm -hmm. 
uh, you know, you get another battle harm Baltimore. <laughs> so you, you get to, if you're in that Baltimore area, things are happening for you this year. That's for sure. Um, Cincinnati, Chicago, and Columbus, as well as one in the South for Atlanta. Uh, and then a, a Hong Kong, which is way out. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? I mean, I think Twitter said it all with everyone ranting about the West Coast, so. Oh, man, I didn't see any of the Twitter stuff. Can you, uh... Oh. <laughs> I mean, with, yeah, within reason, like, yeah, what what, what was kind of, like, the oh, thoughts? Man. Was there a bit well, of everyone a was just talking about think... how Canada and the West Coast has got nothing. And they're just yeah, pretty vocal. Yeah, it, it feels like, you know, I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. Mm-hmm. But it... SCG is probably going to be alongside these battle hardens that uh, we expect to see. And typically in a flesh and blood battle harden, uh, it pairs alongside like a magic scattering event. So I'm guessing that most of these are paired up. Um, and that's why it works out. I haven't seen a battle harden work along like within itself other than in the West coast. Mm-hmm. Um, but if realm gaming isn't picking it up or, arcane gaming events or whatnot then uh it feels like it has to be like a smaller contractor of some sort because channel fireball is just not in the picture and that's why we're not seeing it in the west coast weird yeah it's unfortunate i mean i being a dallas local i feel like you know there's there being really like only one event to fight for right now and like we know nationals is around the corner i i wish they would have kind of like at least said like hey these are like the month date kind of stuff but yeah yeah i i do wonder what's the quick turnaround it feels like nationals and worlds are going to be next to each other this year like it was last mm-hmm. um just because we don't see anything um to the beginning of september so Unless Nationals was like at the end of September and the world was that November, then you have like a, a month in between, but still that's a short turnaround all, all the same. So curious to see how that turns out. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think Worlds is, we've confirmed that it's in Europe this time. Mm-hmm. So are you guys going to try uh, to make it to that one then? Or is crossing the sea just a little too you know, much? We have a booth in that's going to be in Pro Tour that's uh, working with Metal Fab Tokens, the Metal Fab Tokens and Flesh of Bubbles. If that booth goes great, sure. All right. <laughs> if the booth goes okay, I'm happy. We'll probably stick it here in the States. If the booth goes poor, well, then I'm definitely sticking it in the States. Well, you guys here, yeah. we got to support the booth. I'll just say, like, with without really knowing where it's going to actually be in europe i mean i don't i can't really plan anything and and like yeah. like those kinds of situations with how like close they want to announce compared to like when you can buy the flight it, mm-hmm. it's like there is like a monetary dependency especially when traveling internationally so Absolutely. i mean just yeah, again would love for lss to give the calendar out like you know, Even kind sooner. of a year, six months of advance, you know. Absolutely, like it takes a while just to get a passport. If you if you don't have a passport, it takes like you know two like months, two or three months even. Right. So it's like you know, uh, yeah, you 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 really want to know as soon as possible for sure. 
Yeah, because um, like the in all honesty, if I am going to travel internationally this year for a flesh and blood event, I'm more likely to go to Japan than I am to go to uh, Europe. I've heard a lot of people say this, and um, be I, I'm curious. If, I don't. I I would be surprised to be honest with you if there is a a calling or a battle heart in Japan um, this year. I think next year. I, it wouldn't surprise me if Japan and even Brazil get something. Oh, well, uh, Japan's because... getting something at the end of the year. Uh, oh, do we know that? Yeah, there's a qu- quarter four announcement to like the Japan roadmap that James White announced uh, earlier oh. this year where they were going to get a road to nationals. So And, okay. and they were looking to release a Japanese print product uh, Q4. So, okay, all right. So a road to nationals makes sense. If that is still on track... I would love to get my hands on some of that Q4 product, especially if it has some, you know, rare cards that are only available in said product. I mean, probably, right? <laughs> probably. I, um, I I don't think LSS would be dumb enough to even miss that opportunity. So they they usually hit the mark plus more. Uh, so I've heard some people like give up their national spots to play at other nationals, but from what I understood, like you. Like you would either have to have like dual citizenship or like uh, okay. some sort of living <laughs> living situation for that to make sense, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Any special case outside of that, I would be unaware of. But right, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know any like hard rules saying who can and can't, but it just kind of makes sense that if it's a mm-hmm. national, <laughs> you should play for the country you're a citizen of, but. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm super hyped for that. So like, that's that's something I'm keeping an eye on, um, and that's that's going to be more of my thing uh, instead of the the world situation. But that's just because like you know they've they've announced Japan. Japan's a smaller area. There's only really like a couple airports to get in through, right? So it's mm-hmm. like that plan is pretty much like solidified if you've already been Japan before, right? So it's not it's not hard to get those logistics and optics kind of nailed down. All right. I I still think yeah nationals makes sense. I still think battle hardened and calling. To me, that makes sense for next year. But we'll see, we'll see. Um, because yeah, Japan and Brazil are growing in numbers, mm-hmm. so really cool, really really cool. I mean, we could probably go to Brazil pretty easily if we ever wanted to vent there. Personally, I would I would like to go to Brazil. I know not everyone's about it. I'd be so down. I food would be good. Would It'd like be sick. To to Brazil. Um. Beautiful people down in Brazil. Alright, let's talk about the calling Singapore. Because this is actually a calling that I would actually like mm-hmm. to go to. I, I I would actually... Nothing against Europe at all. But I would probably sooner go to Singapore, to be honest. That's a, it's a beautiful country. Um, but they have the one and only calling that we know of to this date. Um, happening in June. So I'm probably not going to go to that. But um, it is part of the um the new set that would be coming out um the dust till dawn and we have some spoilers kind of that are associated with this calling because if you click on the calling you can see um some some art of prism with uh what is thought by most that is shiana Mm -hmm. i I'm gonna just hold out that it could be anybody. Right on. Literally, be a new hero. I don't know. Yeah, let's just let's just say it here. You know, just because a headdress looks similar doesn't mean it's the same person. 
you know, other right. people can wear similar headdresses, people. Can happen. Yeah. <laughs> it is two beautiful blonde ladies being right next to each other, though. I will say that. <laughs> uh, and I understand the Shiana thing, too, because it does look like there's some sort of transformation going on as well. So I, I, I don't think it's, you know, without any backing, but we'll just see. That's my, my interpretation right now. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I love seeing the big brains on the fan page, you know, putting up like some oh, yeah. kind of like, uh, you know, some lore fanfic saying like, oh, Shiana could become like an illusionist as an adult. And it's like, all right, mm -hmm. interesting, but I'm not going to like, you know, <laughs> tie my soul to right. this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just yet. But it's like everything that we're seeing looks so cool. Did, did you see the uh, the Birmingham art? Let's 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 talk about that because yeah, mm -hmm. that one looks very cool too, and that one has its own speculations as well. Oh, uh, yeah, a lot of people are saying Dory, but some people are saying Kasai. Is, um, is Dory left-handed or is she right-handed in the ooh. art? Oh, oh no, like oh no. <laughs> um, I love the yeah. speculation though, because like if they were to print another Light Warrior, holy cow! I mean, or poor, or poor boy Bolton. <laughs> I don't think he's in a good spot. I think I think you gotta give him something. They do show in the calling Singapore. They show a a picture of Vestige of Soul. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I think we are gonna be seeing a lot of light coming in. I mean, you'd expect to see it with Dust Till Dawn, but like, yeah, um, you know, it, Birmingham would be within that range after the set is released. I can't imagine it would be referencing to any other set, so probably getting a Light Warrior. Um, and yeah, curious if it's a new hero, if it's a reprint of a hero, if it's an adult version of another hero. If that was just majestic art, though. It could be, right? It absolutely could be. Right, I think that Light Warrior could also be getting something, right? So I think that that's that's not out of the out of the picture. But like, if they were to release more than two heroes in this expansion set, would mm -hmm. that not just be like the craziest thing ever? You know what? The name of that majestic uh, card would be Divine Deliberation. That's that's what I'm going to call it out. I like it. If it is, I'm going to sue LSS. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Shots. That's that's a strong statement, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm saying if they if if LSS releases two more than two heroes in the Dust Till Dawn, then I'm just gonna say they've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that would um, be a hit. That would be a hit for sure. That would be. Oh, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. You know, there's a lot of a lot of waifus in this game, and people would definitely attract to this one for sure. Um. You know, I'm just waiting for my original Levia to, to get a little love, and I'm sure she will. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, those – oh, oh, and then there is – I've seen the card, um, the new Sigil of Solace promo. Have you guys seen this one? Oh, yeah. the card. The card, yeah. It's a very pretty card. Um, very, very Asian theme, mm -hmm. um, which, which fits perfect. Uh, but yeah, it looks great. Like this, this game does pretty good with the the Asian themed cards. I will say that. Uh, yeah, my only issue is that like my ignorant ass, I don't know whether it's Merlion or Merleon, like, <laughs> or, or or 
like something else, you know? Buddy. Like, yeah, yeah. like this is like the coolest thing I've ever seen, right? The art looks fantastic. It it has like that sunset look mm-hmm. to it. So oh, like, I know. Yeah. it's just got that tinge that like you know makes flesh and blood artwork just really stand out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's foreign, and you know it's gonna be really rare. So like especially for our our control players i know they're just yeah licking their lips right now oh yeah oh yeah they're just they're, no. the more they look at it the the price just keeps boom boom boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean it's a very pretty card can't blame them can't blame mm-hmm. them at all i mean so. yeah i'm i'm hyped for it i'm gonna be getting a play set so <laughs> yeah 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 makes sense makes sense makes sense uh, oh yeah, yeah no, that well, card's too good that's um, that's kind of all I got going on here. I mean, we're just kind of waiting now. You know, we we got a um, a battle harden coming out here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, in oh, what was that place called? It's a weird place. Richmond. Oh, maybe it's not weird. <laughs> no, that's just that's a weird place. Not <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Valheim Richmond coming. Uh, that is going to be our only event until the Pro Tour. Mm-hmm. So that will be our first, like you were mentioning earlier, Jonathan, our first like LSS, you know, hosted event. Um, that should give us a pretty good, solid look on what to expect out of the Pro Tour, I'd imagine, uh, with it being so close. And then we get Pro Tour, baby. It's going to be so, sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Pro Tour coming right our way. We do got some some new product coming out uh, you know what and our our guest next week might be someone that might be able to give us this new product so you know stick tuned for that um but yeah guys i think we kind of covered kind of what's been going on how y'all feel splendid yeah feeling great looking oh. forward to pro tour baltimore ready to play so um oh, yeah yeah we'll be grinding away and seeing uh seeing what we can do there I got one random thing to bring up. This was from way, way back earlier when we were talking about Arachne, the new one, Solitary Confinement, okay. how he didn't get an adult hero because they yeah. don't want to do go again on yet again another adult. But what is? When Briar well, po- L- possibly. Possibly. You know, air quotes. When Briar LLs loses go again for that hero, then we get the adult hero that, that would grant go again <laughs> again. Sorry. That, I mean, that's very possible. That was just cooking in the back um, of my head, but I mean – probably relevant yeah i i think the tales of aria heroes are coming to their end um mm-hmm. i think they're both pretty close again ll as far as oldham and briar and i think lexi you know her time is going to come um she already got better with some of these arrows so i think azalea is probably the best stranger right now but you know we could see some lexi getting some points this uh road to national season for sure Dude, like Azalea is like a like crotch rocket motorbike, dude. That thing ramps like nothing else. Like holy moly, it does. Yeah, that that scares me. But uh, that's that's the only note I want to leave on. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's a great note to leave on. I think that's the the best one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, well, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, you know, we were we had a little bit of a a little hiatus for a little bit a lot of things going on we were pranking out videos pre-release happened all sorts of stuff but we're gonna get back on track here we're gonna keep keep them coming out to you guys so keep with us and uh we'll catch you on episode 22 until then keep on fabbing thanks to my guest jonathan gage